Have you ever wondered if you could really complete a difficult or long challenge? That thought is what inspired Matt to start what he calls the 365 challenge. In this episode, he tells us how he got started, how it's impacted his life, and how it's impacted others around him. The 365 challenge, that's the topic for this edition of the 2120 Podcast. This is the 2120 Podcast, where each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. Welcome to the 2120 Podcast. You know, last week, we talked about ending our year. Yep. And this week we are talking about the start of a year and goals. And goals are a big deal for me. I love goals. Never used to like goals a whole lot. And, you know, I think my career has kind of opened up challenges and opportunities that I, you know, I had to put goals in place. Otherwise, you know, you're going to just kind of be stagnant and end, you know, um, but I have a lot of things based around the, the 365 goal, which I know you know a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's kind of what's really driven me is, you know, finding something else that pushes me and gets me to where I want to go and kind of at the end of the day challenges me. And that's yeah. where that 365 challenge kind of came from Yeah, f- four years ago now, I think, or three years ago. No, probably three years ago. And it's it's great from a standpoint of getting people on board with it too and and buying into it and changing things. And, um, you know, a Facebook article kind of opened that up for me and, Mm. you know, it's, it's now, you know, evolved to, I get to do it every year at a sales leader university and I get to, you know, get random messages and emails throughout the year of where they're at in it and their accomplishments. And, you know, there's some that really dive into it and force themselves to make it happen. There's some that get a month in and it's, it's done. Yeah. Um, but man, like there's you just, you kind of see what you're all about at the end of the end of the year when you accomplish something that you put in place that you just go, man, like could, could I really do this? And you know what we should do before you go any further? What's that? Probably tell our listeners what the 365 is. All right. Well, 365 challenge is a challenge for myself that I was sitting at my parents' house uh, Christmas Eve. Presents were done. Everybody's on social media looking at things. And um, I read an article about a guy that was struggling, overweight, uh, not happy in life. And alcohol was a a big thing in his life. Mm. And he wanted to make changes. So he stopped drinking alcohol. And I had a great life. Everything was fantastic. And I looked at myself and said, God, could I really give up craft beer for one year? Because I love craft beer. And, yeah. you know, could I, could I really put this to the wayside and, and see what happens? And I remember walking to my mom's fr- or, uh, sink in the um, kitchen and dumping craft beer down the... No. Yes, it was yeah, <laughs> $12 of craft beer, whatever that cost me, you know, just down, down, the, down the tube. And um, I didn't tell anybody about it. I went back to, you know, to the festivities and, you know, less than a month went by and I, you know, I have a beer fridge in my house and my wife says, Hey, I'm going to the grocery store. You want me to pick up some beer for you? And I said, no, I'm good. And you know, it kind of took her a little bit to kind of catch on. Sure. And then she kind of, you know, out of the blue one day, heck, you're not drinking any beer. What's going on with this? And I told her, I said, I think I'm going to give up beer for one year and see if I can do it. And she's like, wow, that's really cool. So 
uh, fast forward a little bit, you know, more people started to find out about it. And I found out that I had uh, friends that supported it. Like, man, that's really cool. Let me know how you do. And then I had friends that said, God, you're a knucklehead. Why would you? <laughs> this seems silly. Don't give up beer. Yeah. Um, and the more people I told, the more people that were going to hold me accountable to, to doing this. And that was the year that I think looking back, I wanted to drink beer because there's some things that kind of hit me hard in, in that year. And, you know, I, the first thing was, I, you know, I broke a collarbone playing flag football at an event for work. And that was silly. Which and is a good story, w- by the way. Which is a fantastic yeah. story. That's for a different time. But, you know, so there there was that. But I think, the, the you know, the biggest thing that really kind of hit me was, you know, being diagnosed with MS that year mm. and kind of looking at it going, okay, now what does my life look like now? And I, I tell you what, I, I wanted to have a beer. You know, I wanted to just sit in a room and crack some beers and just kind of get lost in, in everything. And I, I had too much committed. You know, I was more than three quarters of the way through the year when I found out. And, um, you know, people were still asking me on a regular basis of, you know, how's this going for you? So I, I couldn't give up because I was, I was just that close. But, you know, at the end of the day when um, – we were back down at my parents' house over a year later on Christmas Eve. You know, Daniel bought me a six pack of something, and man, I drank that thing down. It was it was delicious. So that's kind of where ever. it was the it was yeah. the best beer ever. But that's where the kind of the three sixty five came from. Was it's not a goal. It's not um, you know something that you know in this case I removed from my life. I wanted it back in my life. I wasn't mm-hmm. going to completely get rid of it. But it was just a challenge. You know, could I really you know, after reading that article, could I really give up beer for an entire year? And I did, you know, and I, it was hard, you know, you fast forward to the next year, I gave up sweets mm-hmm. and I think that was the hardest, you know, because you're around sweets every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, I have three girls and there's always candy in the house. I work in a store that there's always candy in desk drawers and just in and around, um, you know, the, the women in, in the offices, they, they bake all kinds of stuff and they bring things in. It's like, and it was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be really hard because it's super easy just to walk by the you know, the, the kitchen when Daniel's making chocolate chip cookies and grab one and, and oh, keep walking. And yeah, like, right. you know, it, like I had to force myself to, nope, I can't, I can't do this. So I think, you know, man, alcohol or the beer was, it was tough, but the sweets thing was, was the biggest. So like we're in a time now where, you know, people are, I want to lose weight. I want, I'm going to go to, to my store and I'm going to buy a treadmill because I need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it fizzles out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I found though is you have to do something for yourself and stick to it. You can't do it because somebody else wants you to do it. And that's one of the things where I, when I first started doing this with, with some of my you know coworkers, they were doing it because I wanted them to do it. Mm-hmm. And literally a month in, less than a month in, they were done because it wasn't important to them. You know, so my challenge to my coworkers was like, if we're going to do this, do it for yourself. Don't do it because I want you to. I appreciate that. I, I, I love the fact that you want to, you know, you want to do this because I want you to do this. But at the end of the day, it's not going to be successful if you look at it and go, yeah, I really didn't get anything out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, the guys that, and gals that really, you know, poured into it, look back a year and go, man, I, I'm so glad I did this. So I always want to pause and ask you some questions yeah, about that, ahead. because what what kind of fascinates me is uh, what did you learn? 
what like what were some of the takeaways from doing a challenge like that or what were some of the takeaways that other people shared with you as you guys talked about it versus the people that maybe gave it up you know or, or didn't complete the challenge right again you said this isn't a goal this is about setting a challenge that is going to cause you well a little bit of pain and suffering right yeah so why do that? What's the, what's the benefit of doing it? I don't well, get it. I think the, the biggest benefit for me was, you know, the, the question in the back of my head, could I do this? You know, could I give something up? Could I make this change for an entire year? Could I hold myself accountable every day? And it started off with me just keeping it quiet until people started asking questions and then it had to come out, you know, once it started to come so out. So you wouldn't come out at the beginning of the year and tell everybody, Hey, I'm on a no craft beer. I'm, I'm no sweets this year. You just year kept one. It to no yourself. year one. No, it was just me until my gotcha. wife found out about it. And then, you know, I had things with bike events that I would show up for and, you know, building trails, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you get you get some trail built, and people start cracking beers, and oh, I'm good. I'm just gonna drink water, and, and they look at me like I'm, I'm like, why? What's going on? So then I had to tell them, you know. So over the course of a year, early on, it did start to come out, and people did start to ask questions about, you know, why would you do this? What's it What's it all about? Um, but then I found out, you know, the more people that asked those questions, I had to tell. You know, and then they held me accountable. I was going to say, it. then it starts to, ha- you have more people now. Yep. Did that make it harder or easier it when made more it, people knew? It made it easier for me because I didn't want to let those people down. Right. You know, I've already told them about it. I didn't want to look like the, the moron that had this challenge <laughs> that was just made up that I did, did for myself. And then got to June 4 and I yeah, just, <laughs> I'm done, you know. But no, I think, you know, the more people that started to ask me questions about it, the more that I wanted to finish it yeah. and do that. And then, you know, the, the life word gets in the way and things start to happen. And, you know, I wouldn't call it tragedy, but when you, when you get diagnosed with something and you don't know what it is, like you could easily went, this is more important. I, Mm -hmm. and you take, take your foot off the gas. And I, I looked at it from the standpoint of I'm going to be fine. Like I have too many people already asking me questions about this. You know, do I want them to know that I have, I the reason I stopped was because of this, you know, like I wasn't ready to, you know, to tell everybody that I was diagnosed with MS yet. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I just have to finish this. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did because it, it, it showed me what is the, you know, what is out there and what you could do if you wanted to truly do something in the, you know, the, the body's an amazing thing in the mind, you know, could easily, it, it had been so easy to sneak a beer you know, and just crack one quick and drink it and nobody would ever know. It would have right. been super easy to have a piece of candy and yeah. no one would have ever known. Yep. But I, I owed it to myself to just kind of stick to it and go, man, okay, I'm, I'm this close. I've already made it a month. I've already made it two months. I'm half a year. I'm three quarters of the way through the year. Like why give up now? Let's, let's just finish it. And I tell you what the, the funniest thing was, I almost wanted to see how far I was, I could go with it, you know? Hmm. And, uh, you know, could I just completely just give up alcohol? I mean, I've already went, I went a year, you know, and that was the biggest thing. How about just give up for the rest of my life and do it? And, you know, I like, it was a challenge and I wanted, I I did want a beer and I wanted to go back to it. But I think it's, you know, it's, you know, there's like 21 days changes a habit or whatever that may be. And that's like, that's a true story. You know, I think I made it a month and then I started to stop thinking about it. You know, the, the, the fridge that's out in my room was empty. You know, we had full, it was full of juice boxes and bottles of water now. And, um, I just, it it wasn't top of the mind anymore. I I didn't want, want it as much as I, you know, earlier, early on I did. And, um, 
you know, looking back, I'm glad I went back to it. I, I enjoy a good craft beer with you and every, you know, my friends and, um, the, but then it turned into, okay, what's that, what's next then? Mm-hmm. And it, then it turned into candy and then, you know, it turned so into the first two years you, you deprived yourself of something that you really enjoy. Sure. Just taking it out of, yeah, taking it out of my life. And it, you know, it's, um, you know, I don't drink a lot of beer, yeah. but I, you know, removed it. Uh, I am a big sweets guy. And like I said, that was the hardest one because yeah, I love sweets. Hard. I, yeah. you know, I can sit down and totally dominate a bag of M&Ms in, in no time, you know, but, uh, you know, that, that was like by far looking back the hardest thing because I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not drinking beer at work. It's not around at work, but God, candy was, and mm-hmm. it was just always there. And that was probably the easiest where I could easily just take a piece of candy and eat it quick and nobody would ever know. Nobody would ever ask any questions, but I would have known, you know, and then it, it turned into mileage goals and adding, you know, adding more to it. So I was focusing on, um, you talk about bicycling mileage, bicycling right? yeah. mileage. Yep. Um, you know, and extending that. And then I got more people on involved with that. And then there was one year that my buddy and I were going back and forth and he was pushing me and I was pushing him. And, um, you know, I didn't want him to beat me to his goal before he beat me, you know, and vice versa. And, uh, so that, that was fun. Uh, but I've also failed too. You know, I, I failed this year. I, I swear, and I, I kind of sometimes I can curse like a sailor. And one of my goals uh, for 2019 was to stop swearing. Mm. And literally, January of last year, we're sitting, and it was Danielle and I watching. I think it was the Iowa Bowl game, and I said, "Shit!" You know, when something bad happened <laughs> yeah. on TV, yep. the TV, and she looked at me and goes, "Oh, you're done." And I said, "Done with what?" She goes, well, your swearing goal, you already screwed up. And I'm like, "Oh, god damn it!" You know, like <laughs> it, it happened, but. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where challenges are good and they're okay and it's okay to fail. Yeah. And was I mad about it? Yeah, I was mad about it. But at the end of the day, I tried to get back up and looked at it and went, okay, I can get better with this. And did I completely stop swearing? No, clearly. But I, I've tried to find ways to cut it down a little bit. Um, you know, my, my cycling mileage goal for this year was 5,500 miles. I'm over five and I'm not going to get there, mm-hmm. you know, because there's, there's things of life that got in the way, you know, things that you and I were partnering mm-hmm. on that, you know, took precedence over me or on a bicycle, but that's okay because mm-hmm. it's still going to push me to ride more next year and set up another goal. And I haven't, you know, I'm kind of, this is the time frame where I start to think about 2020 and what I want to do. And I don't know what that, that 365 is for me yet. And it'll hit me and it'll, it'll come to me and we'll do it. But what I truly love is being able to stand in front of a group of my you know peers and take them through this exercise and have them lay it out. And the ones that, you know, you know, there's a guy that's a sales leader in Appleton, you know, he had this huge one and he, he hit it and he was like, it was just fun to see him t- go through that process. You know, uh, you know, it, the, the ones that take it on as a completely, um, you know, just a goal and it turns into this life changing thing for them that, uh, they look back and go, man, because of what I started in January of last year, I got to accomplish this year and I'm so much better off be- because of it. And, you know, the ones that didn't take it serious and, you know, wanted to do something so easy, you know, I want to do 10 pushups a day and on paper, that sounds so easy, sure but, does. Yeah. you know, in the grand scheme of things, it, it would take you less than 30 seconds to knock out 10 pushups. Mm-hmm. And there's an individual that I'm thinking about right now that, you know, that was his goal and literally two months in, he was done. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I talked to him about it. I said, like, how long does it take you to do 10 pushups? And he goes, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds. I said, yeah. So you're telling me you couldn't find 15 or 20 seconds a day. And that was kind of like the aha, 
eye-opening, punch-in-the-gut moment where he went, yeah, how stupid does that sound? Like I couldn't find, in the course of a day, 15 seconds. Is there, is there any chance that um, that particular individual didn't tell enough people? Yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think because isn't that the thing? Like if, if you set a goal to do 10 push-ups a day, but I only tell Matt, I'm yeah. only going to tell you that I'm going to do this. So I have one person kind of keeping me on track for that. If I tell 10 or 20 people or, or 30, you know, like the whole team knows sure. that I'm doing this, then at every meeting that I go into or every interaction I might have over lunch with them, I have somebody ask me, how are you doing on hey, did you get your pushups in today? And they might even shame me into doing them right then and there. Like just do for it sure. right get, now. Get like it it's going to take 15 seconds to get it done. Yeah. I, I think that plays a role. Yeah. I think <clears throat> going into it, it wasn't that exciting for him. It wasn't something that he really wanted to focus at. He was doing the exercise because out of respect to me, he was going to do it. Yes. Right? So so at the end of the day, he was doing it to make me happy. And like I told him, like, I'm bummed you didn't get it. I mean, something as easy as this, you could easily been the guy. I mean, 15 pushups times 365 a day or whatever, you know, I mean, that's that's thousands of pushups when it's all said and done. Mm -hmm. And you you couldn't do it. I've never done that many pushups in a year. And, you know, you didn't either because you, you stopped it. Yeah. And... He did it because I wanted him to do this exercise and it wasn't, it wasn't important to him. So that's why it stopped. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the, that's the biggest thing. When you set up a challenge or a goal for yourself, there's, it has to be truly important to you. And then, you know, to piggyback of what you said, you have to start telling people and talk about it. And if it's important to you, you, you want to tell more people, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, he didn't think it was that important. It wasn't this really cool thing to do. And he was dead in the water. A couple of things come to mind. It's a personal ownership level that you accept to take on a challenge like that. Uh, the other part is that uh, it's got to be important to you. That That's the thing that just resonates right there. So what you're saying is if I set a goal to do something, um, but I, I just kind of, I Charlie out on the, on the multiple choice, I choose C, I'm going to do 10 pushups just because nothing better comes to my mind. I don't spend any time thinking about it. I don't have a, like, it comes back to the why thing. I don't have a big enough purpose to want to continue to do that. But, but if you had that, that moment in your life where it's, it, it's, um, it's a willpower slash discipline focus area, you know, that has to contribute as part of the why that's the bigger why it's not so much the act of doing say 10 pushups or something like that. It's the, it's the decision that I'm going to, uh, have the willpower. I'm going to have the discipline to do this. And I want you to just kind of share like, what were some of the outcomes of, of growth of doing that? You proved to yourself that you could have the discipline for you to not eat sweets mm-hmm. for an entire year. Now that to me would be incredibly tough to do because there's a lot of sweets and everything. Oh, for sure. And I love them as much as you do, I think. And, yeah. and so what's the outcome of, of having a discipline of, of eliminating something that, um, you know, that that's that, that important in your life. Well, I think one of the, you know, the cool th- outcomes was I started to lose just silly weight. You know, I mean, you don't know how much like yeah, sweets causes, right. you know, like the, the weight that is around your midsection that like never goes away. Like that was going away. And that was like, holy crap, this, this is awesome. So like that kind of pushed me a little yeah. bit. Um, you know, it wasn't about, I want to lose weight, so I'm going to give up sweets. I mean, that that was the chain reaction where I got to go, where I got to lose weight, and you know, I got to lose that stupid weight that I was always trying to lose. So that was like a happy result. Absolutely, yeah. it was. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, the other part of it was the girls. You know, 
the girls stopped leaving candy out and they stopped doing, and there was times where they tempted me with things just to, oh, because sure they're they my did. daughters, you know, and, oh, <laughs> hey, Dad, Dad. This, this is so good, you know, <laughs> and you know, like Danielle, like there was times where she just, she didn't buy stuff and she didn't bring it, bring it around the house. And you know, there was, there was times where at work, um, it, I wasn't tempted at work either. They, they, they wouldn't ask me if I wanted this donut or if I wanted this cinnamon roll or whatever it is because they knew I was working working towards something. So, you know, the the team that was around me began to support me and help me with it because they wanted me to just to, to be a, you know, yeah. successful when it was all said and done. Uh, but man, like that, the biggest thing was I could have easily not said anything and just did it on my own and I would have failed hmm. because... It, it would have been so easy just to just go, ah, I want a beer tonight. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I got diagnosed with MS. I better have a beer now. You know, like in the way that was the difference where I had so many people listening and watching and pushing me. And the, even like the, the ones that were like, oh man, you're stupid. Why would you do that? Like I want to do, I want to do it out of spite to them, you know, to show them that I could do this. Did, their, did they change their tune around August or September? Um, no, there were some that still rolled their eyes and go, man, that's, that's the dumbest thing I've ever sure. heard of. But, you know, they were one of the first ones that I called and said, Hey, I made it, you know, let's go out, let's go out and have a beer now, you know? And you know, they laughed about it and they weren't doing it to be mean. They were just, you know, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't important to them. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't want you to remove something from your life that you absolutely love. You know, I enjoy craft beer. You know, I just did it as a challenge. Um, you know, candy, like I enjoy candy. I don't, I don't want to completely just remove that from my, from my life, but it would just went back to, could I really do this? You know? And I think, you know, now is the time to start thinking about your 2020 and what you want to put in place. And, or, you know, in, in this case, you know, what you're, you, what you want to remove or, you know, even add into, I mean, you don't have to remove something, put something into your life. I want to do this every day. I want to read more. I want to, I, I don't care what it is. It's just the challenge of, can I actually do this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you set it up, one, like it has to be important to you. You can't just do it because mm-hmm. I want you to do it and then start telling people. And the more people you tell, the more people are going to hold you accountable. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where if I'm telling you something, it's because I want you to hold me accountable long term. So, yeah, we're literally like, what is it? How many days till the end of the year? We're getting close and mm-hmm. um, this is going to happen. But I'm, I can't wait to go to Sioux Falls in, uh, in January to have the same conversation with, with my crew and see the ones that are truly successful. And, you know, and you'll be, you know, you'll be able to see like when they walk in, the ones that put, you know, weight loss goals in there and they walk in, they're super skinny. Now it's like, Holy crap, this is so cool to see. Yeah. And, um, but at the end of the day, it has to be, has to be about you and what mm. you want. Good stuff. So what do you call this again? The 365 challenge. Yeah. It's good stuff. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Thank you. I'll see you next week. Yep. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for topics, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at 2120podcast at gmail.com. That's the words 21 spelled out, followed by the numbers 20podcast at gmail.com. We'll make it easy and include a link to that email address in the description. If you're enjoying listening to two guys take a random topic and talk about it for 20 minutes, hey, it would mean a lot to Matt and I if you would rate it, write a review, and share it with others. Thank you again for tuning into the 2120 podcast.